0: Okay, okay, yeah. South, side, south, side, south side, yeah. That's where I spend downtime, yeah. I mean night the rap, I check the podcast for the smoke. Yeah. I don't want fight with What's going on, family? It's your man kj the second letter. I am here on South Side Rabbi with none other than I mean the dream mean machine cannot get in between gleans and it's highly esteemed. The unshakable, unbreakable, untamable. Uh-oh. But always sustainable. Uh-oh. Message. Renewable energy. That's, That's who this what this man is. About. I was thinking about that. He's efficient. <laughs> he is proficient. Sustainability, baby. And never deficient. Make some noise one time for I mean the dream Hudson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And across from me, listen to me. Listen.
1: I am sitting next to a man. It has to be as short as mine, bro. Okay.
0: You can't do it, bro. Okay. I'm tired of being embarrassed on my own show.
1: I am sitting next to a man that as soon as you shake his hand, you are going to go into a trance. (laughs) He is going to split open your medulla oblongata and he is going to bequeath to you knowledge that you did not have before. Impartation. Impartation. He is is going to impart knowledge and wisdom and discernment, which discernment is really just the difference between being able to discern what's good and what's best. He is going to put that into your cerebral cortex and make sure that you live a wise and discerning life in the spirit of God. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to keep this as short as possible, but it is hard when you are sitting across from a man that is as formidable as this man is right here. Wow. I, this man walks in boardrooms in slippers, pajamas and a tank top with a stain on it. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. And people that are in there in Armani's suits. Out to shout to the spaghetti. Shout out to the spaghetti. He <laughs> actually makes great spaghetti, by the way. Don't, play, me. don't play with it. I'm nice with it. People in Armani's suits say, what in the world has walked into our boardroom? And I know what you're thinking. They're probably thinking, how is this man in this dirty tank top and these <laughs> pajama pants and these slippers? In this boardroom with us right now. He doesn't belong here, but no, they say we don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> I have this man Yo. has walked this man has walked into a bank in the middle of a boardroom while folks are on Zoom and said, Can I have the room? You know when somebody asks, Can I have the room? And everybody clears that's power. out that's power. That's authority. That's power. Either hey. and anyway, let me not let me not go too far. You I'm talking wallet? to you about Kevin, Elijah. Smooth and groove Burgess, true theologian for real. Don't leave your Bible around him for real. You can ask anyone you want—the best Bibles, teachers, scholars, professors, who theologians, whoever—and they will tell you that this man is their mentor. Wow,
0: well, I, I mentor them all. He's mentored them all, even the ones that are dead. So, um, thank you, Means. It. Yeah, man. God bless so, you get the, what are we talking about today? Brother. I love you too, bro. All right, we are here to talk about. A couple things. Okay. All in the same vein, though, but this is important. Okay. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm hmm. And uh, the case of Ahmad Arbery's mm-hmm. murder. hmm. Both of those trials wrapped up around the same time. Right. Right. And uh, though they were distinctly different, hmm. And the outcomes, distinctly right. different. Right. There was a lot of continuity in the context that created both of those cases. Absolutely. Uh, Briefly walk us through, I mean, what was the results? Give us a small context behind each case Mm -hmm. and what the result was, and then I will then talk about their connection and then the subject of this conversation. Right. Kyle Rittenhouse uh, was accused
1: of killing um, two protesters. Yes. Right. He, uh, He showed up to a protest with a militia in Kenosha called the Kenosha guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he showed up with, well, you know, folks would classify them as a militia. I think that some, I think that they probably would fight back against the term. This was after the shooting of Jacob Blake by the police. There was a riot after the shooting of Jacob Blake. There was protests, turned into riots. A lot of stuff got burned down. And then you have this next time where there's more protests, Kyle Rittenhouse and the militia guard are out there to try to protect these businesses. Police seem to be friendly towards the militia guard. You can see videos Almost of them handing, that they're there. yeah, handing them water, saying thank you for what you guys do, which is weird for the police to be saying that to civilians out there with AR-15s. But I digress. Um, and what ends up happening is that you know things get fraught. You know yeah. the 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 heat turns up on these protests, and Kyle Renthouse gets into this altercation with this gentleman. Sure. Where Kyle Rittenhouse is running from this gentleman. This gentleman is trying to assault him. Right. He is running from him. That's on video. Can't be denied. You can see that in the drone footage. Right. Um, uh, This man is running after Kyle Rittenhouse, trying to assault him. Kyle Rittenhouse kind of gets into this position where he feels like he has to defend himself. He turns around. He shoots this gentleman with the AR-15. This gentleman ends up dying. When he shoots him, he runs. Uh, Other protesters who saw what happened chased him. Mm. Uh, As Kyle Rittenhouse is running from these protesters, he trips over himself. One protester who was running after him tries to hit him in the head with a skateboard. Mm-hmm. He kind of misses. Kyle Renthouse shoots that guy. Um, he dies. Another protester who was running behind that guy, he uh, tries to pull out a gun on Kyle Renthouse, which mm-hmm. was his, his own Glock. Kyle Rittenhouse shoots that guy. He doesn't die. So Got you. then, you know, after that, Kyle Rittenhouse gets up, runs to the police. You know, that's the case. Yep. Kind of like a year or so later. You know, they they take this to trial. Kyle Rithouse is claiming self-defense and he gets acquitted of the charges, right? Yeah. Um, and then we have Ahmad Arbery, um, who is jogging down uh this neighborhood street. street. These folks that live there, the McMichaels, they see Ahmad Arbury r- running down the street. And for some reason, they connect this black man running down the street <laughs> to um, some crimes that had been happening beforehand yeah. where folks' property has been being broken into. Um, they've gotten some folks on the camera, you know, snooping around some uh, some houses that are being built and, you know, they weren't finished yet, so you could kind of walk into those houses and stuff like that. And then you right. got some people that were saying that there are some things that have been missing. And so uh, you have Ahmad Arbery running down the street. You have Greg McMichael, uh, and then you have Travis McMichael Believing for some reason that Ahmad Arbery is the one that's connected to these people's stuff that are missing, yeah. they decide to grab their guns and then getting get in a truck yep. to go question Ahmad Arbery. So yes. they're riding down the street with with weapons, with loaded weapons, open carried out in the open, and they essentially to have a conversation, having, have a conversation hey with Ahmad Arbery, who's running down the street, which they are perceiving that Ahmad is running because he's committing a crime. What does he have on him? So they load up in their in yeah. their truck. And they, uh, it, along with a neighbor, William Rody Bryan, uh, who was also recording this and they essentially kind of run, run down on Ahmad Arbery, try to cut him off and, yeah. you know, say they want to ask him some questions and stuff like that. Ahmad Arbery ends up, you know, they, they hop out with the guns, right. Um, Ahmaud Arbery ends up getting into altercation with them, fighting back. He gets shot by them and he dies. And then now, you know, we're going, there's of course a lot of protests after that, rightfully so. Um, and now that case has gone to trial and all three of them
0: have been convicted, Mm, right? Yeah. Um, And so... To note uh, that, uh, that the conviction was on the back of social media outrage. Yes, because this is another thing. That the McMichaels went about 73 days
1: without being arrested after the incident. Right. Now the prosecutor, the lead prosecutor on the case has been arrested. Well, she's turned herself in Mm -hmm. because the police are now investigating the prosecutor because the prosecutor had a relationship with the McMichaels. Mm. And the police are now investigating the claims that are being made regarding the prosecutor covering things up for the McMichaels. Right. So now that prosecutor... Is in hot water mm. because of her personal relationship with them, and the prosecutor has seemed we're going to see as the as the case goes on to kind of pull some strings to keep the McMichaels out of hot mm. water in this. Mm. But the only reason it seems that they were actually arrested was because social media got a hold of what happened, and there was outrage about that, yeah. and then they got arrested sure. seventy three days later. Sure,
0: sure, sure. Yep. So this that's likely, where that's where this, we're at. It's likely, mm-hmm. and. And like other cases that are similar to it, mm-hmm. would have disappeared, and the Mike nobody would have never known went about on it. Living their life,
1: right? They would have went on living their life After they, And
0: According to a jury Field, with our peers, right. According to the court system. Right. They murdered that man. They murdered that man. So uh, all the evidence was pre- presented sure. on both sides. Right, 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 right. And the,
1: the, the juries, yeah, they unanimously decided, no, these dudes murdered this man. Yeah. Which is what we were we had been saying when right. it happened. Right, 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 right. Um, and which I believe is absolutely true. And I think that one of the things that we see that links these two cases together mm-hmm. is vigilantism. I think that the United States has a very unique relationship with vigilantism. Yeah, Specifically because of how we think about, like, the Second Amendment. Now, people on the show should know by now I am pro Second Amendment. Right right, 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 right. If you've seen the episode that I did with Ruslan about Kyle Rittenhouse, I do believe that Kyle Rittenhouse was defending himself. Right. I do believe that it was dumb and very idiotic and stupid for Kyle Rittenhouse to be out there. Yes. With his AR-15, LARPing right. around with the rest of the folks for some reason in the 2A community that loves to LARP and military gear. I, yes. I just, I have my own beef with folks in the 2A community that love to do that.
0: Right. Yeah, I heard somebody call it military cosplay. That's that's that's,
1: that's, that's, that's what that. it is. It's like military cosplay, man. Yeah, and yeah, these yeah, cats yeah. have real guns, and they a lot of some of them are ex-military. A lot of them are not. Yes, and they they're really and then they're kind of duty. fulfilling their right, right, their right. military dreams by training with their firearms, buying all this military gear, coming out to feel like they're protecting something, and they have absolutely no real training when it comes to conflict management and conflict resolution. Right. Uh, but um, I think that we have a unique relationship with it because we have you know allowed. Civilians to be though, you know, to to own firearms, which sure. I'm a I'm a proponent of. Sure, sure, sure. But I think that there is a type of responsibility that a firearm owner has to have right. when it comes to um what you are doing with your firearms, and then when do you when you feel it necessary to use them. I always think that vigilantism, I, I, in my opinion, I've I've said it before. I think that vigilantism almost never works. It right. almost is it's almost never good when you're saying we are going to go out to protect something with our own guns right now, like
0: out in the open, right? Sure, sure, sure. You have a, like I said about the Especially right when you have other recourses that you could... Wait, a, a lot of yeah. other recourses right, right, that, right. That, that that could a happen. Trained individuals, right. or at least more trained than you are, right? who are paid to do this and appointed to do this, right. could do it, right. and you say no. Right. This is what we saw happen with Trayvon Martin. That's exactly what the, happened when George Zimmerman uh, George and Zimmerman was specifically told to go... Home. Let the police handle this. But you know what George Zimmerman's pushback was? If I let them do it, then he's going to get away with this. Right. Mind you, there was no this to get away right. with. Right. There was no crime being committed. He didn't do anything. He was r- walking he was down was the street walking, on a cell phone. Which also is a reflection of your ignorance. Right. That you shouldn't be doing this. You're not an investigator. You don't know what to look for. Right. You don't know how to sift through your biases. Exactly. You don't know the questions that need to be asked. Right. Even if the McMichaels were going to try to recover something right. of, of, of value that they that they lost... How does one go about that with a gun in their hand with no real training? Now there was one individual there that had a history in that but was retired from my, um, right. one of the McMichaels, right. was uh, involved in police, in, in uh, law enforcement before. Right. But that's a world of difference being someone who was actively paid and appointed right. to handle these kind of situations. Right. You are to work with law enforcement, not... As, As law, enforcement. law enforcement, right. And let me just say this real quick Go too, ahead. bro, because I'm, I'm actually kind of bothered by this because I, I it's it's so close to home. Right. Our governor um, <laughs> oh, God. recently was in my city, St. Yes. Petersburg, Florida, uh, sharing yeah. that he thought it might be good to reestablish a World War II era civilian military force. That was controlled by him. Yeah, not the not the federal government. Not the Pentagon. They're, they're
1: specifically controlled by the governor,
0: right? And they're civilians, a vigilante group. That's exactly what it is. That has my permission to be armed, right? And handle things throughout the community at my discretion. All right, that's a terrible idea. It's all growing out of this fear that the suburbs, in a lot of ways, has towards their property being basically taken advantage of or or vandalized or whatever it is via the unruly, okay? Now, that unruly category a lot of times has some racial dimensions to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It definitely has age dimensions to it as well because in my neighborhood, for example, now a lot of folks will notice about me, one of my favorite things to do in this world, bro, is... Argue with people on my community Facebook page. He loves to do it. It is. He sends me screenshots. It's so encouraging (laughs) to be a part of it, bro. It's so fun, man. (laughs) Because people are constantly revealing themselves, right? Right. They will show who they are and who they are can be problematic, right? Like all of us when you see who we are. Right. It's problematic, but then they take their problematicness and then form missions behind it, right? And try to galvanize support to take what was problematic from the jump into something else. And I'll give you an example Mm -hmm. of it. I have said it before on this show. I'll say it again. I have lived in the trenches, fam. Yes. I wasn't there for a long time, but I was there for enough to get a taste of it, my guy. Right. I have never been around people more scary, more scared than the folks that I live live with in my suburb, bro, it does make me. I
1: honestly believe that. I honestly think that it does make me grateful for growing up where we did, yeah, in Southside, yeah, because it it has definitely helped me, and I think you understand what is a real threat and what What's is not. What's a
0: real threat? What should you be concerned about? Man, we had the, the other day there was a, and I I I listen, I feel like a justice guard in that place uh-huh. because I will hop into the to the comment section real quick, very gently, very positively. I stand by everything that I've said. I've done it all in grace and love, but I speak truth. Yeah. We there was a kid, I don't know if I don't know if it's from our neighborhood or not, but there was this kid, these kids that were riding around at like 11:30 p.m., bro. Mhm. And they were jumping on people's Christmas or holiday decorations. So you have an like inflatable, inflatable decor- snowman, yeah. inflatable reindeer, inflatable turkey. Dude ran and jumped on as a joke. Right. They're being funny. <laughs> jumped on it, and, 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 it and, deflated. and deflated and then ran off. Mad people are assuming he took a knife and slashed it, right? He slashed it and he had a knife on that property. He better be happy he didn't get shot and killed. Hold up! And I know some of y'all are out, out out there right now are thinking, "Yeah, that sounds right." Well, if you come to my house and you have a weapon on you, even if it's in my land, there's no telling. I have a right to kill you, and that is precisely the disparity we wish to address on this absolutely. podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Can you feel the finality of taking a child's life because they damaged one of your lawn gnomes? It's, it's insane. Do you not see, and I'm glad that we live relatively, uh-huh. depending on your legal representation, that you would have great argumentation in court for why you killing a child, fam, because you thought they might be a threat all the way on the inside of your house behind the locked doors and right. closed windows. Right, right. That you had to go out and take this child's life because they damaged your lawn, your right. lawn dome. Right, right. You can argue, well, I don't know that a knife could be this, all hypotheticals, but what you should should be judged off is the reality. The reality is, not only did the kid not have a a knife, all he did, which was vandalism and wrong, and he shouldn't be doing that, and I agree that he would be putting himself in a situation where a fool might come outside with his vigilante ways, ways and take his life. So. There in terms of managing, because we cannot control what sin might do. Right. We don't R- know. R- very true. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You you may show up at that person's house. That's mm-hmm. a valid point. Right. Somebody in there cleaning his guns and, he, and here's you. Right. You ruffling in the front yard and, and come out and make a bad decision and cost your life. That right. is we we should talk to our children like that. However, taking that child's life is wrong. Right, right. It's wrong, fam. Right. right. Your land. Isn't so sacred. The American project wants to teach us that our land is so sacred. Whether a dog defecating in our front front yard, Mm -hmm. a a child breaking one of our Christmas lights and knocking a deer over, or somebody standing over my bed with an AR-15 in their hand, it's all the same. Right, right. And the level of violence that you can take the in that is, the is respectable and, and justified. Foolishness. Yep. Foolishness. Foolishness. At the very least, we have some kind of understanding right. of how violence works right. in, in the uh, in, in the Old Testament in God's mind for Israel, that there should be proportionality. Right, absolutely. That you should be able to match the level of threat. But what happens when you always are living at a heightened sense of threat? And this is the disparity that I wish to address, I mean. Mm-hmm. That it feels like individuals, especially in middle America or suburban America, live with a heightened sense of threat that they are constantly thinking that people are trying to take their kids and rape their wives, fam. It's insane. For real. All of the comments that I have read on this Facebook page throughout the years of people minding their business just last week, a kid sitting outside in his car waiting for his girlfriend to get home from work, right? Hmm. All of these posts popping up on, on, on Facebook. What's he doing? He looks weird. He might be up to no good. I saw him before. Whereas, calling on people to come question this man for sitting outside, the the lady, the neighbor of the the girlfriend literally came on like, whoa, 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 guys, guys, guys. He's just waiting for his girlfriend to get home. You're not in danger. Wow. Fam, it's wild, man. I'm telling you, I sense it often in these, these conflicts where somebody doing, we should slow down. The neighborhood folks right. doing more than twenty miles per hour. The neighborhood is dangerous, and that should for, for be sure because there's kids right against man. Right. The way we even address that, it's like yo, you killed my child, right? And it's like fam, there has to be a way for us to protect our children, protect our home, protect our land that isn't born. In so much fright. Right. Now, fear has a place. For That's sure. why we lock our doors. For sure. Fear has a role. Right. That's why we arm ourselves. Mm-hmm. Fear has a role, but living out of that fear turns shadows into monsters mm-hmm. and leaves rustling into all-out assaults on us. Right. That, yeah. Usually, the reason that you're living in fear right, is right, right. irrationality. Irrationality. And fear causes you to be irrational. That's what fear does. Right. You think about, I talk about this uh, in community often about being an aspiring fighter. Myself, mm-hmm. I spend hours and hours training for the moment that I stand in front of my opponent. Right, slipping, sparring, drills, pad work, weightlifting, running, right. jogging. For that moment when I'm standing in front of my opponent, that is where all that I've trained—the culmination, yeah—comes out. Right, but the one thing that will lock you out of your training is fear, is man. Fear. Yep. The moment if you, you get, get scared, hit, you feel it, and now you're afraid. All your training goes out the window. It goes out the window. Yep. You're now doing stuff you know you shouldn't do. You're turning your back on your opponent. Prime example
1: of that, y'all, was Nate Robinson getting knocked out by Jake Paul.
0: Ah, exactly. Because yes. if you looked at Nate
1: Robinson training up to that point, right, I mean, right, right. he's not a professional boxer. Right. But he didn't look nothing like he did in the ring. Right, 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 right. And then right. Once, he, once the shots started flying... He just resorted to street He He went to the streets. Yep. And he got knocked. A boxer. I have
0: sparred a many a street fighters, bro. A boxer, as long as you can't pull out weapons and kick me. Right. A boxer is always advantaged, man. Because I've been here before Mm -hmm. and I know what to do when I get in trouble. Right. You don't. Right. And the thing about fear is that it. It, it literally numbs you mm-hmm. from rationality. It numbs you from 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 the the things that you should be prepared to do. Right. It locks you out of your training, bro. Right. And if you got a bunch of people that are walking around afraid all the time, they're constantly going to do irrational things. Right. Now, I was thinking about this one. In, this one particular situation recently, that I think that I was able to help the guy that proposed the petition began to back down mm-hmm. and said that, I see where you're coming from. And I have a lot of those conversations. Where right. We have a lot of... Oh, I didn't think about reasonable it that Reasonable people. Yeah, like yeah, if you, yeah. Once you come in the comment section, you give them some yeah. good logic. I think about, like, oh, oh, okay. A friend was... A dude was talking about um, how... He went to go visit. Uh, he went to a rough part of town, which is often called for for a black part of town. <laughs> right, and he went there to to or see sketchy. Sketchy is another, pl- another sketchy. Yeah, because <laughs> we mean the black people live. At, right. So he went to this these these folks' house, and uh, that he was brought there by the owner of the house. This the the, the person that was occupying the house was a tenant. Mm-hmm. He was interested in buying that house, mm-hmm. so he went with the owner of the house. Owner knocks on the door. Tenant comes to the front, says, "Hey, how can I help you?" And then the, uh, the owner says, hey, I got, my, they got this guy here. He wants to see this house. He's thinking about buying it. Can we can we take a look around? And the tenant's like, yeah, no problem. Just let me just uh, get my guns off the table and yeah. put them away. Mm-hmm. And my, my, my friend of mine literally put on Facebook, this is why I carry. This is why I always carry. And I asked him, I said, why did you feel like you were in danger? Because he had weapons in the house. Yeah. When every house that you go to in Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> Has weapons in there, And house. you have a weapon on you. And you have a weapon on you. Right. Why? What is the difference between him having a weapon on him and you having yes. your weapon on you? Also, too, like, criminals typically don't say, hey, hey I got guns inside. Let me go put them away. <laughs> let me go put them away. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. What was that? He immediately realized that it was racialized. It was racial. He was white. Mm-hmm. It was racialized for him. That he put a bunch of assumptions, even on that neighborhood, do you have the assumption that if it's a rough part of town, which made me under resource, uh-huh. that this place has the highest density of crime than anywhere else? That's not always true. Right. There are certain sections within that poverty and in poverty and stricken area mm-hmm. where there might be trap houses and stuff like that that's in, that's then assumed to the rest of the, the neighborhood. But most people living in the hood, m- more than most, are not criminals. Poverty doesn't equal criminality. It doesn't. Most of them are trying to get out of this. Just like you trying to leave this neighborhood, so are they. Right, right. They're like, how, oh, Lord, please. I don't want to be Very <laughs> true, though. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But, man, it's these, again, fear. Fear locks you out of rationality. Why am I thinking this way? To make a long story short. They wanted to get rid of the pool monitor because he was costing us $12 more a year. <laughs> That's $1 a month. $1 a month more to keep this guy. And they said we we our our expenses are going up. We need to cut. The board was like, "No, we can benefit from this." Have you seen the pool? Did you you remember how the pool was before y'all got right. here? Some of us have been. I've been living there for a long time. I was there when, when all those houses weren't up. Right, it was me surrounded by by land. Right, that pool was jacked up, fam. Yeah, it was. It, people were vandalizing all the time, throwing the chairs in the water, right. peeing in the water. Right. Oh.
1: People jumping in pool, jump and and, pool and
0: monitors, settled all that stuff, right? Right. Also, I, m- one of my friends was attacked when we were out. We told right, a story, yeah, on we another told the episode. story on another episode. He was the pool monitor that came in and, and brought peace to the situation. Mm. He was the HOA appointed authority. Anyways, long story short, I asked the gentleman who, who started a petition on change.com. For a pool monitor, a pool monitor that's costing you $12 a
1: change.com. year. Change.com. Let me, let me say this, too. If you, and I'm not trying to take a shot. But I'm saying, like, literally, if you're a homeless person, if you are homeless and you're asking for money, you could come up with $1 a month. Oh. Yes, fam. I'm just saying, like, literally, you are a man that has a pretty good amount of means. Yeah. And you are thinking your expenses are going up because y'all are paying $12 a year $12 for a pool monitor? A year, fam. Ridiculous, A bro. year. It feels like sometimes folks in the suburbs, because they don't have any real fear, they create They it. create fear. Because, like, when you him. come from, like, where we've come from, we've been in situations where there's real fear. Like, That's right. Like, there's a real there's a man dri- bleeding there's a in my by driveway.
0: Guy got killed in my driveway. Yes, yes, like, yes. I, like, like I, remember, I, remember, I remember my mom, I still remember exactly where we were on 17th Avenue. Pushing my head down, right? Because there were dudes hanging out the windows in a shootout with the police chasing them down the street. Yeah, yeah. So when you
1: come from that, yeah. you understand what the real, fe- like what the real actual fear is. Yes. You hear the pull monitor stuff? It literally makes me—it's crazy. Bro. Like, but I asked the dude, This is not a problem. I asked to
0: do, and I actually really like this guy, mm-hmm. um, who who was leading this change, this this petition, because he's—I I get that he is. He's rational. If you give him a good argument, yeah. he'll, 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 he'll change he'll his submit mind. Submit to it, right, um, or at least acknowledge it. Um, but I asked him. I said, "What's your alternative?" So no pool monitor. Mm. Our pool is located in a part of the uh, the part of the neighborhood that's not gated. It has pu- it's not gated, so right. it's, public it's public access. Mm-hmm.
1: What's your alternative, sir? If people are coming and vandalizing, what? Are, what yeah, what, how or, are we going to stop that? Do?
0: Or if people are jumping the fence and swimming, which I've been there before. I've been here longer than y'all, right? <laughs> Okay? I was here before y'all got here. Right. When it was just me and all my Indian neighbors. <laughs> right, right. All right? Who are nice. <laughs> who <yeah>, who, who <laughs> were mad about the Right, exactly. Monitor. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I guess the racial components are starting to seep in here. Right. Um, I wish it wasn't this way. But it is. But unfortunately, who I love my white neighbors as, uh, with, with my whole heart. I'm g- mm-hmm. great friends with, with with all of them, for that matter. These least the ones that live around me. Uh, but it typically is... White folks that are making those, yeah. yeah, people of
1: color are not in the
0: Facebook and in conversation. Fact, and and, and then there's, there's talking a, about uh, there are some in India, some Indians that join the conversation, and they're saying what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, the other black folks are, are silent though. Like, well, they don't never listen, join the conversation. No like, trouble. Listen, brother, I understand what you're saying, man. <laughs> But man, we It to took live a lot for us to get here.
1: <laughs> it took a lot for us to get here. We ain't getting ready to go nowhere no the, time The soon. first black
0: dude that moved to our neighborhood or that I noticed in our uh-huh. neighborhood, I waved at him and I felt like he looked at me and was like, oh, man, dang, there goes a, the neighborhood. I was supposed to be the only one here. <laughs> what you doing, Tay? I was trying to get away from you. Anyways, I'm joking. Um, anyways, um, so I said, what's your alternative, sir? What are we going to do? People are jumping the fence. Right. You want neighbors to kick them out? What about, you have to show your ID to enter Mm -hmm. the pool to show that you are a member of the community. Who's checking IDs? You know what his alternative was? The neighbors themselves will do it, and then we will call the police to come handle stuff. Call the police when? After you, At, right, have, Like terror, after I said, I said, I said, I after said, you get sir, your behind whoop, like George Zimmerman,
1: I or said, sir after after you after you kill somebody or harm somebody, facts.
0: Cause that, cause because that because that's the only alternative. Because if you're going up there thinking that hey, I'm going to be up here for four hours and I'm going to be the neighborhood guard while I'm up here, what kind of things you might you bring with you? Right, mace. Right. Maybe a, First uh, of all, none of
1: y'all ain't going up there for four hours. Yeah. But,
0: but number two, yeah, Fair. if y'all want to go,
1: y'all are going to be coming While up there. Up like, there, let me give them a piece of my right, mind. That's right. And
0: then it's going to go. If you feel left. threatened or attacked, you may pull your concealed carry. Right. Out. This could. And this is what I said to him. I said, if you're worried about wasting money, you think calling the police every other day <laughs> to have them come deal with kids? It's basically kids, right? That's it. Doing stuff. In the, in the pool, or you confronting kids, throwing kids out, you think that that won't be contentious and lead to more police calls? And what do you think of how that's gonna reflect in the neighborhood? Right. That there's an increase in police calls that handle petty stuff that was that was resolved by the pool monitor right. just last year. Right. How do you think that's gonna reflect on the value of our neighborhood, that this is our, you can pull up an app and see how many police calls come out from our neighborhood. Right. Right. You want to increase that? Our tax dollars are paying these police officers They keep on coming out here. You wanna pay that expense no problem. Right when they could be doing other things right like like policing actual crime yes exactly yeah. you want to do all that and i said in addition to that this is wildly insensitive to the people of color in this community that have already complained about being questioned about their legi- legitimacy mm. we've had folks go up to the pool like can i see your can i see your id or, or what's your credentials will be how do you tell me that did you get permission to go do what you're doing <laughs> and i gently and very kindly said well sir i appreciate your you're, 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 you're concerned, but I, I don't have to explain anything to you. You're just like me, a neighbor. <laughs> right. Do you work for the HOA? Right. He was so wildly offended by you me asking. not identifying myself to him. This does not create a dynamic of community, it's going to create a dynamic of conflict. Right. That's what I told him. Right. And he saw me. He saw he So said, he, said, he said, I'm going to stop fighting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop fighting. But, bro, what he suggested to me begin to lend itself to this conversation in general, is because we feel confident in our own ability, our own own untrained, fear-fueled abilities to police the the, the issues that are happening in, in the community. And though I see merit in being always prepared to protect neighbor, to protect property, to form that into a like a, a basically a sanction body right of individuals who do not have the qualification to carry this out but are still showing up to carry this out right is a recipe for disaster and we see it time and time and time and time again yeah. bro i
1: i don't understand how many how many examples we need of people trying to be vigilantes right before we say this doesn't work. Right, 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 right. George Zimmerman right. trying to be a vigilante. Run down on Trayvon Martin. Right, right, right. Right? The, uh, police tell him, do not engage him. Let right. us come out there and do it. Right. He engages this man, and, in my opinion, gets his behind whooped by Trayvon Martin. And because right. he thinks he's in danger, he pulls his gun and shoots him. Right, right. Gets off on self-defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. You got, you got the, uh, the militia guard coming out to this freaking protest. This is the thing. When, you, when you're thinking about wisdom, Yes. What makes you think a riot the night before has already happened? Businesses has been burnt down, have been burnt down. People are m- upset. This is a very fractious and very tense situation. Right. I have a great idea of what we can do to make this better. We're going to go out there in military gear with AR-15s as civilians, and that should— That'll, what makes you make think that that does not instigate this the, the situation?
0: What makes you think that that's not pouring gasoline In on a to fire? That, the police were already there with AR fifteen. The police were already and there. That didn't happen. So how does the more the more unqualified, the least the qualified unqualified, are there? Right. How are you gonna actually be the ones that are going to bring so, going to yeah. bring peace to the situation? Right.
1: Because 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 it, it, it's never to me. It is never a good idea to think. We are going to go into this situation that's already full. It's already fractious with AR-15s and military gear. That should make this better. It right. does nothing but instigate the situation. Right, 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 right. I don't understand how you think you can stand out there and it doesn't agitate protesters and folks who are already out there that are agitated. Unless you think, number one, this military gear and this gun is going to put fear in them to stop them from this doing from, from doing um, something bad, right. which I think is a terrible, terrible philosophy. Sure. It's a terrible philosophy for you to say, we know it, it, it doesn't work the night before. And if you are a responsible gun owner, you know that it is not, it is not wise for you to think that you brandishing a firearm right. is going to actually cool down a situation. Right, 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 right. right. We, it, 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 as you, when you take gun courses, they tell you, you should not be bringing out your gun unless you plan to use that yes, yes. Now people can talk about what it means to open carry and all that. I, y- y'all can have that I'm pro 2 i I'm as pro 2A as they come yeah. but I think that open carrying a lot of the times it's freaking stupid
0: yes 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 yes
1: even from a practical standpoint yes, let me come just on. put it from this talk perspective talk about it, if I want to carry my firearm to be able to protect myself in a situation in which I may need to protect myself or others why in the world would I want to open carry and make myself a target for a shooter that's right <laughs> If I if if if, I, that in the if, Art if, War? if If I am in a if I am at a uh, a school or a barbershop or whatever, yeah. and I am scared that an active shooter could come in here and shoot this place up, don't you think the first person that they're gonna try to shoot is me, the person that's <laughs> open carrying a firearm, the guy that one can protect the, everybody of, else? One of, one of one of the freaking um great things about concealed carry is that you don't know who got it. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. That's one of the great things about it. Yes. You can roll up in this spot. And, and Grandma and, and all her and, friends. And, and Grandma and all of her friends they you know what I'm saying they are locked and loaded and ready to go that's what we saw when I was telling you about that video the dude that came in the barber shop he shot the barber and the guy whose hair the barber was cutting uh, pulled out his gun and shot the dude killed the dude but the guy the barber ended up dying uh terribly but the guy was not thinking that the guy is sitting in the chair. Was was a was an off-duty police officer. Right, right. right? right you know what right, I'm saying? Right. That had the thing on him. Yeah. I guarantee you if he would have walked in there and that off-duty police officer was already in that mug with his gun out and they already knew that he was the guy, he would have got shot first. Yeah, so, so just from a practical standpoint, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's stupid. It it's doesn't not, give not, you an advantage. Yes. It makes you a target. That's yes. number one. But but number two, I don't care what you say I don't care how pro 2A you are Guns instigate situations hey, yo, bro. What does the gun say? The There's a gu-
0: testament right. to the it The
1: gun says I am here to kill I am here to fight
0: Yes, yes, yes It
1: never makes a situation better Right, right. Sometimes it does And if it does for you Well, God bless you yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. you can pull it. We've seen, I've seen that in the hood yeah, Sometimes yeah. cats pull out a strap And then cats back down Peace just yeah, emerges Peace just, <laughs> peace just emerges when you, when you bring the peace You bring the peace You keep yeah, the peace yeah, 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 Right, yeah. or whatever but a lot of the times, sometimes it can instigate a situation. Sure, sure, sure. And even in the hood when cats back down, when you bring out the piece, that, that just means they're that's backing a temporary, down momentarily. It's a
0: temporary back they're down. They're just saying,
1: we're gonna take a moratorium on this right now. <laughs> but now that I know that you actually were pulling on me, yes. next time I see you, it's a rat. Yes, that's right. Right? That's, that's right. usually what will happen. Right. That's why it's never good to do it unless you know you need to use it. That's right. But I think that I think that the that guns always instigate a situation. It instigated the situation with the Trayvon Martin piece. Even if you want to, even if you're George Zimmerman and you want to think, oh, well, maybe he's going to get a hold of my gun or whatever. Number one, you should have never approached the man. Sure, sure. Because now, if I'm Trayvon Martin, you're approaching me. You are a regular civilian. Because he is. He was. He did not have any authority. Right. You want to roll up on me, ask me questions. We tussle. I see that you have a gun. I'm thinking you might use it on me. That's right. So I might have. To, I might go for it because I think that you might go for yes, it. Yes,
0: I'm afraid of you. Right. Yes, yes. And
1: so and so that that already complicated. Now now we get into the situation of did he go for the gun, didn't he? And now we have to have this whole debate about who was in the right when it came to self-defense. The same thing that's happening with the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, right? right, right? right, right, right. The, 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 The man that pulled the Glock, in my opinion... Uh, 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 was probably thinking this freaking militia guy just shot one of these innocent protesters, right. so now he's thinking he has to protect the protester. Right, right, right. So he's pulling his gun. Kyle Renthouse already has his gun. Seeing him pull a gun, it just complicates the whole yeah, freaking right. situation. That's right. that's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's so I'm not saying I, I, I I'm a I'm a pro two a person. I am an advocate for carrying, but you have to use wisdom and discretion. That's right. That's right. I'm thinking about another video that me and KB uh, saw. That I sent to him recently where this gentleman arrived to a house because. I guess it was his ex-wife and her new husband had custody of his daughter. And I guess it was his time to see his daughter and the wife wasn't letting him see the daughter. So he arrived to the premises irate. In the video, he's in the front yard cursing like, cursing out the family. the the the. I think that the sister is out there. And he's telling them, I'm going to drag you to court. I'm going to drag you to court. I'm subpoenaing everybody. And, I mean, he is irate. Right, he looks right, like right. he's ready to go. Yeah. But he's not threatening to take anybody's life. He's not he's even just threatening saying, to hurt He's anyone. saying, I'm dragging everybody to court. That's right, what he's right, saying. Right. I'm, I'm subpoenaing you. I'm subpoenaing you. And he's... Yelling, yelling, yelling. Everybody's yelling. And the freaking owner of the home, the, 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 the man of the house, right, right. comes out with a freaking rifle. Yes. Which I think is the stupidest thing that you can Un- freaking do wise, in this situation. Unwise. He comes out with the rifle. Yes. The man is not really scared. Yeah. This, this, is the, this is how, Which happens a this lot. Is how ba- yeah, this is exactly how bringing a gun to a situation like this can backfire on you right. because you think, I, 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 no doubt in my mind, he's thinking if I come out here, everybody going to be on chill mode, right, right, right. but what could happen is there's fight or flight. Somebody can see that gun and says, oh, it's on. Right,
0: right, right, I'm right. going to
1: fight you for it. We're right. going to go because if you coming out here, I don't know if you're going to shoot me. Right, right. Right. He sees that guy. They argue. The man is holding a gun. KB can tell you. Literally, they are arguing chest to chest. Yes. Arguing. Yelling, Which is another yelling, problem. Yelling each other's face. Arguing chest to chest. The guy is holding the rifle down here. They're yelling. Chest to chest. You got the rifle here. They tussle. The dude with the rifle backs up, shoots the other guy. Yeah. Everybody in the comment section is saying he shouldn't have showed up to the house then. But see, you but know, he shouldn't, that's shouldn't
0: that's have. The, that's the concern, though. That we believe. Right. Right. First of all, because we're already scared, right? I mean, the, 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 the buying of private property is designed to be you having something of safety right. and something of of solitude right. and kind of retreat from right. the right. chaos of the world. Right.
1: I get all and of that. And people depend upon that. Oh, the castle doctrine, that's that, right. that is going right. to justify me if I have to shoot somebody on my property, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, yes. But what I say just because it's legal doesn't mean it's moral. That's
0: right, that's right. There's an ethical... Burden here, fam. Right. This is a human being. Right. And you feel as though because they're disrupting, right. the peace here, that I have the right because I have the legal right, right, to have uh, in Florida. You have the right to open carry on your property, right. I can you be do. cutting the grass with an AR fifteen back, on my back, it's yep. totally fine, as long as I'm not pointing at each other. Yeah. Right. Which is still a, a very gray, fuzzy law, because, right? So because what is I'm, intimidating? I'm, I'm black with dreadlocks with a, with an AR fifteen on my on my back. You know what is considered intimidating? Uh, what, what might that look like to my right, neighbor?
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? If I see somebody walking down the street with an AR-15, what what do I what 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 I think he's gonna do? Fam,
0: it's you cannot disconnect the history of guns. There's a symbol to what guns are right. that are connected to each time we see one. Right. Every time I see a weapon, I am connecting to connecting it to what weapons have done <laughs> for centuries. And I think centuries. that you
1: actually. Should, depending on the situation. Right. If I'm in a situation and someone pulls a gun, yeah. I should instantly connect if if we're in a fractious situation, if right, 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 right. somebody pulls out a firearm, I should connect that to somebody's gonna get shot, right, right, somebody's right. gonna get killed. That's right. How else are you supposed to interpret that? There... Is he pulling it out to show us how nice it is? Yeah, so he's like Is he saying, hey, look at this new O light that I put on my Glock 19? Isn't this awesome? Yes. In the middle of an argument? I know we're arguing, no. but let me inject some. I know some there's levity. a protest and there's fire burning burning behind yeah. me, <laughs> but take a sweet look at how this weapons light that I put on my AR-15, and the, and the pressure pad that I have on it, look when, I press green it dot? look, when I
0: press it, the light comes on with my thumb. When I take it off, it goes <laughs> off. Like, what do you think, what do you think is going to happen? But I think that this is all happening on the backdrop of we have an understanding of property in this country that in a lot of ways has been a big part of the American dream. Absolutely. And there's a lot of value to it. Absolutely. Property and ownership. Now, there was a time where... People were a part of that property and ownership <laughs> as well, and that that also informs the reason. A part of the backdrop of why individual you can see can watch a, mil, a hundred videos on the whole Karens, the oh, Karen right, interacting right. with with black folks, or, or just establishes yeah. establishments where where a black folk will have it's the like an interloper. Like why to, are you here? Yes. You don't belong here. That's right. And then they'll begin to assert their rights, right. and that the offense immediately is on the person that's instigating. Right. So I'm a now I feel attacked. How dare you talk yeah. to me like this? How dare you, like you're talking to a child. Right. You know, we don't own our children. Like they don't have a right. But there's a sense of authority that we have on our children. Right. That is congruent with our property. Right. And, you, and and we I have felt that more times than I can remember, bro, when I am asserting what I my right, whether it's at a rental car place or at a hotel or at an airport or with a police officer where I'm asserting my right. And it's like, who are you? Right. I, mean, I remember I was having a civil conversation with this dude who was questioning me about my legitimacy in my own neighborhood. And I said to him, this, this middle-aged uh, white man, um, and uh, I said to him, I said, Sir, you and I are on the same playing field. You, not, you don't work for the HOA, neither, I. neither do I. You are a neighbor like I'm a neighbor. Right. I don't have to give you an explanation for why I'm here. Fam, the anger that came out of him when I said that, bro, uh-huh. you would have thought that I said, I am about to attack your entire family. It, it, it's like yeah. I said something about his identity. Right. The same thing happened. Like I told you, when I was at the gas
1: station, and I was in line, and there was a, there was a white lady in line ahead of me, and a um a, a Latin woman came in to ask about something that was going on with the gas pump. It was right. like not working or something. Right. 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 The white th- there was a white lady that was like, "Well, ma'am, you need to move your car. Like yeah. you need to move your car." And she was like, "Oh, I just parked it there real quick." So I could run in here and just ask what's going on with the gas pump. And she was speaking, her English wasn't the best, but you can understand what she was saying. She she was trying to tell the lady, Hey, yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm about to move my car now. I just, I'm just coming in here to tell them that the pump is not working and stuff like that. And the lady was like, no ma'am, you need to move your car now. And she was like, chill. Like I'm, I'm going to go out and move my car. It wasn't even really blocking the lady. Yeah. And, and, and then she, and then the lady was like, well, you probably don't even belong in this country. You need to know how to speak English. and You probably don't even have your green card. That's oh, what she said to her. Shoot. I was standing in line and after the initial shock. Yes. Because I was like, did she just... That just happened. I literally was like, it was, it was me and another white guy in line. And I literally said to myself, did she really just say that in front of all of us? Yeah. She was like, you probably don't even have your green card. So I said, hey... Hey, I think that you're crossing the line. I actually gave her like a spiel, like, yo, that would, like, you talking to that lady like that is unnecessary. Right, right. And I said, my ancestors are not from this nation. Your ancestors ain't from this nation. Yeah, I yeah. said something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I just basically said, like, you crossed the line saying that. She didn't say anything to me. She walked out. The Latin woman walked out. The white guy next to me was like, gosh, I can't believe that that lady said that. I was like, it's freaking crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So I go outside. I pump my gas. I get in my car. I drive out the gas station. I get literally the gas station is like there's the gas station, there's an intersection, there's a ditch, a median, and then another intersection. On the other right, side. Right. I'm all the way on the other side, right, like right, right. far from the gas station. I see this. Like I said, I, I saw this all, this short, bald headed white dude, no sleeves. Course. Sunglasses. Yeah. Just like, you know how they see like. The starter the, pack. The starter pack. That's I yell at my wife in public. That's literally what he looked like. I'm i just to be honest. I yell at my wife in public. Uh, uh, I yell at my wife in public starter pack. He came out short guy, kind of stocky, uh, no sleeves, red shirt on, sunglasses, head was super red, bald. He runs out to the sidewalk. Now, it's, it's still a big distance from where he's at where I'm at, and he's waving me down, so I think there's an emergency. So I stop in the middle of the road right. and roll down my window like, oh, snap, is there something happening? Yeah, I'm thinking that he's telling me like something is up with my car or something, Like, because he was right, flagging right, me right, down right. like, hey, hey, hey. So I was like, oh, hey, what's up? What's going on? He was like, don't you ever dare talk to my wife like that again. Uh-huh. Who do you think you are? And he just got red, and veins started popping out of places that I never thought, and I was like, I think I laughed at him, (laughs) and then I threw him the peace sign and rolled up the window and drove off. Right, 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 right. right. But I was thinking to myself, it is the audacity. Who do you think you
0: are? Right, 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 right.
1: first of all, your wife is a racist, sir.
0: Yes, yes. Your wife
1: literally said to a Latin woman, you don't speak English, and you probably don't even have your green card. You need to go back to where you came from. Right, right,
0: right, right, right. So-
1: First of all, I'm glad that he didn't run down on me while I was at the at the gas station. That, that was like grace of God. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I would have had to throw some. I, we would have been <laughs> out there throwing hands, and most likely I would have went to jail because we was in the suburbs. <laughs> they would have been like, I don't need to know what happened. Yeah, you're he the handcuffs is going on that to jail. Guy. So, but but you need to um, take a witness report. I don't need a witness report. I'm witnessing it right now. Put these handcuffs on. These handcuffs on (laughs) on this on this gentleman right here, Keon, whatever his (laughs) name, Keontae, whatever his name (laughs) is, (laughs) Jerome. So so so. uh, All right, Devontae. All all right, those. All right, Jerome Jenkins. (laughs) Um, and so, but yeah, it's like the audacity for you to assert not only assert yourself and assert the dignity of others. Yes, that's right. How dare you
0: question my wife? This is our nation. This is our country. This is our neighborhood. That pride also has a dark side to it, right? Where if you don't seem like you belong, I begin to assume a level of authority, supremacy mm-hmm. that hovers over you, that right. stands over you. Right. And what I'm saying is, bro, is that, that that that's a that's a side point to really this castle doctrine, this overly this obsession or this sort of a uh, castle doctrine on steroids, right? Where, man, like, if you're at the edge of my property line, I can do whatever I want to you. Exactly. Image of God, whatever. Tossed to the wind. Tossed to the wind. You're on my property. That's
1: right. And now I I have to defend it. And And anything I do is justified. In that
0: comment section, in in the comment section of that dude who brought a gun out to a man who— Fam.
1: Everyone was saying, like, oh, he it, it's the in this the man's fault. He shouldn't have went for the gun. He shouldn't have been on the property. I literally wrote, nobody responded to it, but I wrote a long thing. Yeah, yeah. And I said, what about the responsibility of the freaking gun owner? Yes, because, because
0: I I see, I, I concede to your point about the man is anger. Right. I can see. He's angry, but also should people be murdered because they were angry right, on your property? on your property.
1: And not only that, a, 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 another part of this comes again from what you say about the fear yes. of what happens in middle, middle class communities in certain suburbs where they've never seen conflict resolution before. Me being in the hood, I have seen it a thousand... i I've seen a thousand times people be on, on people's property in the front yard man, Right, right, right. Cursing. Right. I've seen it come to blows. I've seen cats on the front yard yelling at the people that live there and the person come out and they're fighting, wrestling. Right, right. I've seen all of that. Right. I've never seen nobody shot in the front yard and killed. Wow. Why? Nobody didn't pull a gun out because somebody was in the front yard cursing them out, yes, bro. Yes, 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 yes. And so... They I, get the proportion. They get the proportion. Right, right, right. right. And, and not only that, folks understand conflict resolution, dog. Like, I've seen that a hundred million times. Right. If I was walking by when that happened and I saw that man out there in the front yard, I'd be like, dang, hey, man, it's going down out here. I hope, you right, know, right, I hope right, they get right, that right. resolved. But right. if I see the dude come out with a gun, I'll be like, whoa, whoa. Yo, whoa. my man. You understand that You can literally go outside, say, hey, Jim, you need to leave. Grab your daughter, say, hey, honey, come in the house. Y'all go in the house, close the door, and call the police. If you want to get your gun and wait by the phone, maybe do that. But close your, go grab your daughter, go in the house, close the doors, call the freaking police. Right, 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 right. But because you have a gun. You and, and this is your property, here comes the vigilantism. Now I gotta come out with the rifle. Right, right, what right, up, right, right. What up, Jim? Right. What you you know what I'm saying? What's up, Jim? And it makes and it's stupid yeah. because now this man could have potentially lost his life for something that y'all could have you could have literally called the police to resolve. You did not have to go out there with your rifle, bro. Right, right, right. right. And I and, and when I when I was putting that whole thing in there, I said, you all are putting a responsibility on the man in the yard, but what about the responsibility of the gun owner? Yes. Just because he's in, and I said, not only that, he didn't threaten anybody's life, he literally was in the yard only yelling about taking everybody to court. That's right. Because that's right. he wanted to see his daughter. The the I guess the wife wasn't letting him see his daughter. His daughter wasn't even there. You could have literally said, Jim, she's not here. Right, 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 come right. Come back right, another right. time. And right, if you right, don't come right. back, Jim, I'm gonna call the police. Right, right, right. Right? But but None of you guys put the responsibility on the gun owner. This man was in the yard yelling about subpoenaing people to court. Yes, yes He was yes. not saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that would be a little more understandable because sure, I'm like, sure. does he have something on him? What's going right, right. on? Is it, when you know is I'm this saying? happening? When is he talking about he wants to but do it now? Right now? That's a whole other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was just like, I'm dragging you to court, dragging you to court. And I said, that means that somebody should come out with a rifle then? And then and then I was like, even if you do come out with the rifle, what are you expecting to happen? Yes. See, you came out with the rifle. I know that you didn't really probably come out thinking, that I want to kill him. You probably came out with the rifle thinking, this is going to scare him. Yeah, this is going to shut it Which down. Which is a common, irresponsible gun owner thing to do. All two-way people should know that. You should never come out with a gun. Thinking that it's just going to scare the person away.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: You should only be coming out if you plan on using that mug. Yes. And what happened is the plan backfired. Yes. He didn't want to shoot him. I know it because that's why they were arguing face to face and he was right, still holding the right, gun right, down right, here right, like right. that. Because if you wanted to do it, he would have just did it. Right. But it got to the point where they started tussling and then you shot him. But that, but I feel like their the irresponsibility is on the gun owner. Yes, yes, yes. You, again, guns escalate situations, sure, bro. Sure, sure. I mean, it's another level when you bring the gun out now. Absolutely, you could have came out there. That's why, and it's another thing too. Like, I'm yeah. like, bro, if, if if you, I understand that everybody don't got time and patience to want to learn how to fight. But, bro, learn how to fight. If you want to go out there and address Jim dress if you want to really go out there and dress Jim and dress him with your hands dog yeah. don't go out there with a rifle yes and and and, and, and expect Jim to be scared yes that's because right. if Jim hits you with, with a three with, with a three piece now you're gonna to want to shoot Jim right 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 right
0: you feel know yeah. what I'm saying exactly so, exactly so
1: don't hide behind the gun yes if you really want to go out there and handle
0: business with Jim Hands. Yeah, because the truth is, you probably don't really want to go out and handle business with Jim. You don't. If you didn't have that rifle, you would do you what would you should have done. You would have stayed inside and brought your family right. inside. Right. I'm even just struck by being around actual fighters and actual—I I hate to put them who this way—but actual killers. I'm talking about I dudes. Have, I'm not talking about like street soldiers. I'm talking about like Marines. I have had friends and family. I mean, that's that's our right. background as right. the military. Right. There were actual killers. Right. And had I've had bodies friends in on the them. streets that were. Yes. actual killers yes
1: Fam. and the way that the they way move, they
0: try to avoid conflict man it's a whole different it's a whole different jaco talked about how if if, if if someone comes to him doing a tough guy thing with him he would always say he was in that black would, and white interview he would always say well i, I would try to leave yep message if they if they, if they, they, they even if
1: yep. they, they struck me yep. i would try to i would try to escape so it's so funny that he said that because michael bisping yeah. who is a legendary UFC wrestler? Right, he's he's from the UK. Beast dude, that's the dude that has one eye. That's yeah. that, that, that's a beast. He went out to a bar in Louisiana. He was visiting some friends in Louisiana. You know, how Louisiana has their little parties. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Got in a, he got he got some kind of conflict with this dude there. I think the dude bumped into him, and or Michael Bisping bumped into him by mistake, and he was just like. Oh, my bad, you know, like, being polite, like, and the dude was like, man, you need to watch where you walking, and kind of thing, and Michael Bisping was like, bro, I said I'm sorry, man, like, yeah, chill. chill out, Relax. he was like, no, you need to do Michael Bisping was like, Michael Bisping is a UK, like, guy, like, fighter, he, he just, like, cursed the dude out or something, like, dude, right. get out of here, bro, like, whatever, right. the dude hit him, dude swung, struck Michael Bisping, bro, hit him in the face, Michael Bisping laughed and walked away. He what? said he laughed at a dude and in his face walked away. Then he told about it on his podcast. Yeah. After he told the story on his podcast, the dude that hit him made a a, a a FaceTime and put it on YouTube and said, I'm the dude that hit Michael Bisping. He said, number one, I didn't know it was Michael Bisping. Yes. That's number one. That- that's yeah, so what he said. He said, my friends told me, bro, that's Michael Bisping. He's a freaking legendary USC fighter. Right. He said, but number two, you know, he was like, I don't care who it is. Michael Bisping, whatever. If you disrespect me, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Michael Bisping essentially came to the podcast and he said, people could say that was like a punk move that I laughed and walked away. Yeah. But I laughed and walked away because I knew I would destroy this kid. hurt that The man. kid was like, the dude was probably like 23 years old. It was like right. a kid. Right. He was like, I would destroy this kid. Yeah, it'd be bad for him. So he said... Why would I? Why would I assault him? Right, right, he hit right. me with a punch. I told him that the punch wasn't worth nothing. I told him that it was like felt like I got hit by my kids, <laughs> and I walked away. My daughter you know is I mean? harder than this. But you're right. But what KB is saying is right, though. When you know when you see like real fighters, number one, they almost never fight in the street, and they yeah. almost avoid it, even if it makes them look like a punk. Sure, They'll sure, avoid it. Sure, sure. They'll go that length, like Jocko said, and Jocko is a trained Navy SEAL that will kill you with his bare hands. Right. In fact, if you look at Jocko, he looks like he will kill that you with his bare hands. intimidating, bro. So, but he said, even if people like hit me, I would try to get out of that situation
0: right. as fast as I could. Basically, he has the discernment to know when his life is actually in danger. That's it. That's, that's, is that's, that's this it. ego or is this danger? I think that that's an important distinction oh, that's a great that question. cats need is to make. Is it ego or is, is it danger? Is this ego or is this danger? Because you can damage my pride... And not be actually bringing actual danger to, to my me. life. Yeah, or anybody else. And, and I think that if, if I could, if if I may. Is it ego or is it danger? That's and, such and a great- And this is what I, I'm saying too, bro. Is it ego or is it danger, bro? Because when you think about what Jesus says mm-hmm. about the beatitude or the supremely blessed, that's what that word right. literally means, the supremely yes, blessed. Yes, The supremely blessed man or woman is a peacemaker. Right. Now, mind is like you said, like we
1: said before, Jesus is not necessarily saying a peacekeeper. Peacekeeper, not, right. So you're just there maintaining Sometimes, peace. Sometimes it happens. Listen. But Jesus is, is saying we are context, to be
0: actively making peace. The context the context of Jesus' words is the Bible. Right. Jesus right. is obviously right. very much aware of how peace was made in Egypt. Right. Peace was made in Egypt by swallowing an entire army right. in the Red Sea. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. It's not that there isn't a place... For hand to hand conflict. It's not a place for violence. Right. Right. That's not to say that peace right. always excludes that. Right. Right. In fact, we, we there's a good book about how the civil rights movement mm-hmm. was fueled by people who had weapons. Yeah, yeah, But the non-violence, the non-violent stance of Martin Luther King right. did not take guns out of his house initially. Oh, his guns was like an armory. They he said that, that
1: literally in the book, it's uh, it's called All This Non-Violent Stuff to Gets You Killed. Yeah. And it's how black folks with guns actually helped make the civil rights movement possible. possible. Right. But Martin Luther King, they said that
0: his house was like an armory. Oh, yeah. You sit down on the chairs, a gun, gun, then gun under, the chair. under, under the seat. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there is some, there's, a, there's some, some tension, of course. Right. But there is a place... Because when reason and persuasion fails, right. when, 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 when someone's saying, someone is saying to you that in order, for life to, in order for you to bring the life that God desires, for you to protect the life that God is envisioning, you're going to have to kill me. Or you're going to have to put your hands on me. Right. Well, then that's not always off the table then. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and I understand we got good friends like Keith Kiesler uh-huh. that would argue that, no, it's always off the table. You just die. Okay, which which I think that there's a there's some beautiful, glorious biblical arguments for that. I think it's also a biblical argument for saying, no, if you want to take it to this level Mm -hmm. and what it means for me to preserve life Mm -hmm. and for me to fight for justice means bringing harm to you. Right. Let it be done for right. him. Because I because we have I've
1: pulled out all of the stops. Yes, that's right. That's to right. make sure that your that your life is preserved, my life's preserved. Everybody is at everybody's. Think at about peace. Abraham
0: Lincoln's efforts with the South mm-hmm. to try to reason through this thing. Right. It wasn't like and that's what I'm saying. For for, for great men, violence is the last resort. Right. For scared men, mm, violence is the, the first, first resort. resort. Right. First resort. For men with weak egos too. Bruised that's right. egos, that's violence right. is the
1: first resort. The first resort. You disrespect
0: me, right. Hands. And then what I'm saying is, bro, is that what you find in these men who have control over their countenance is that they're able to discern again: Am I actually in danger? That's true. Is this going to create a situation? I can't. I remember these situations where um, I'm thinking about in San Francisco. There was this. This uh this this black gentleman and this this white guy that was uh at this apartment complex and he was saying that the black dude didn't shouldn't be there and right. was there illegally or whatever, and then he wanted to see his key and ID. And this white the the, the 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 white gentleman's son was with him, and his son is pulling on his coat. dad's coat, saying, Dad, let it go. Please let it go. I wanna leave. I'm scared, Dad. And he even said at one point, I agree with him. He's right, because the dude was saying, You have no right, you're you out of line, bro. Right. You're you're coming at, you don't. You have no, you know nothing about me. You're creating this conflict. This the the, bo- the boy was essential. Like I, I agree with him, Dad. right. Please, go. Daddy. Please, right. Daddy. It breaks my heart. I basically want to cry right now, bro. Because this little boy is being terrorized by you insisting upon defending your ego. Hey, free
1: smoke, free smoke. Wow. Wow. The little
0: boy's being terrorized by it. Daddy wouldn't leave. Dad could have could have said, no, I'm gonna pry towards my son's well-being. Right. Because what if this is a dangerous situation? Right. My little boy's right here. Right. So now you're going to put him at risk? Now you're putting him at risk. Take your boy to safety and make a phone call and protect him. Right. But you can't see that when you're scared, bro. Right. When, again, as we said earlier, fear locks you out of reason. It does. You know what else fear does? It locks you out of faith. Ooh, that's a good one. It locks about you the Bible out of faith. a lot about us not being fearful. There's no room for God in all of this. There's no room for God to bring peace or reconciliation. There's no room for us to obey his wisdom and try to be peacemakers. There's no room for all of that. God is put on the bench, bro, when fear is leading the charge. Ooh. Why is the number one commandment, the most often herald commandment of the Old Testament is what? Fear. Not right. I am with you. Not only does it say something about God, about where God is. Your fear, your 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 bowing to fear says something about where God is. It's, right. it's insulting right. to Him. Very true. He says, "Don't be afraid of men in their faces. Who are you to be afraid of other people?" Yeah. Right. Because it says something about Him. Right. It says that perhaps He is inefficient. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But it also says something about you. Because what it says about you is that you are so removed from all the things that would actually give you peace in the situation. That you are so committed to your fright that you're not able to rationalize and wisely walk through this thing, which says that you are a weak and inefficient person. And I hate to say it this way. But often you do this, you act with your weapon out of fear of danger, but you're the real dangerous person. Mm. Oh, what a point. The dangerous person is the the man or the woman that is coming in, bringing the conflict, escalating the conflict, bringing it to a place where somebody ends up getting severely injured. Right. This is what I said on the Facebook page. I said, I understand what you're saying, sir, because somebody in the comment section saw that video of the, of the kid jumping on, mm-hmm. on the, uh, the holiday decoration and was like, he's going to show up at the wrong house. And that's how I read it. I don't know if that's how he wrote it. It could have been like, he's going to show up at the wrong house. Yeah, Probably but how I it. read it, it sounded like he was saying that he hopes he shows up at the wrong house. Right. And I said, what do you mean by this? He says, there's somebody's family sleeping inside. Don't you think he's putting himself in danger? I said, touche. I don't know what might happen. You don't know whose house you may showing up right. at. And I know a lot about that, fam. When I turn into people's driveways in the middle of nowhere and I got to turn around, mm-hmm. we are scared. Right, right. Well, I don't know who in there. <laughs> right, exactly. Because I, I'm pulling the driveway. Pulling into somebody's driveway trying to turn around could cost you your life. That's true. Depending on what they see when they look out the window. Right. Look out the window and see a black dude with dreads. Yep. They may come out guns blazing. I don't know. <laughs> yep. I've heard stories of it. Yep. Because of the 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 idolatry, there's something healthy and biblical about owning property, but there's also an idolatry that that can slip into. Right. Where you are so scared. But I told that brother on the Facebook page, I was like, "Yo, my guy, touche." That I want to tell my son the reason why you shouldn't steal the piece of bubble gum. You don't know what someone might do. What might somebody might do to you? Yeah. And you, you you came you you stole a piece of gum. Right. And you don't know, you don't know what added, police officers are people. Right. Then they are no they better are than falling. we are.
1: Right. They are That falling. means that
0: they're good and bad. Right. And, and all of them. Right. At the same time are good and bad. <laughs> right. right. Just like me. Right. You don't know what part of the spectrum they may, they might have just came off of a, a call. You just don't know, fam. Right. What a small infraction could turn into. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way. Right. But it, it happens. happens that way. And but I've, it happens, I've seen it several and it's times, good to yeah. be aware of that. Yeah. However, if you take a piece of gum to all-out murder, bro, know that your behind should be in jail as right. well. And that's right. what I told him. Yeah. I said, man, I just want us as a community. I'm always talking. I'm yeah. all, I, I speak speaks pastorally. Yeah. Some of our neighbors actually follow our podcast, so they're hearing this. <laughs> They'll be hearing this and probably ask me about it while they're walking the dog. But I, I said, I just want our community to be a place where we don't think an evasion of our holiday decorations is a home invasion. Right. <laughs> it's not the now same that's thing. not the same Trust thing. Trust me, it's not
1: the same thing. It's very different, It's fam. very different, brother.
0: Yes, bro. Home
1: invasion is not the same thing as somebody jumping on some uh re- reindeer, <laughs> Rudolph in the front yard, bro. Home invasion is knock, 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 or bang, bang, bang.
0: Facts, bro. And anyways, everybody man, on the floor. The point, but the, yeah. the, the point I'm making is that what makes me so concerned about what our governor is trying to do and what so many of my my, my fellow uh neighbors would be excited about in this Lord, vigilanteism. Lord help Ron DeSantis, bro, is that you're not factoring in that all of this is being bathed by fear, not training, not rationale, mm-hmm. not data. Right. And for the Christian of all people, it's often not being led by God. Right. Can we be people that calm storms? Can we be people that know how to speak life into a situation that is boiling with death? Right. Can we trust that God can step in and influence and persuade? Is any of that there? Or is it us, our property and our guns right. to fend for ourselves? Yeah. And I think that um, without us, Dealing with the root cause of this, we're constantly going to find ourselves repeating what we already know to be true, bro. Is that this vigilante mentality, this military, this cosplay, this oh, this worship of land that turns everything into an ultimate reality, will continue to produce the divisive and deadly fruit that it has right. in the past. Right. What if our governor? were to be led by what I think Jesus would like. What if he was led by a Jesus principle Mm -hmm. that said, what if we taught people about reconciliation or to put it in practical terms, conflict (laughs) de-escalation. Right, right. And resolution. (laughs) And resolution. Right. Mm -hmm. What if we spent a lot of time helping people get like the Daytona police, Daytona police department. What if we say we're going to allocate resource? Shout out Daytona Police Department. Straight too. up, which is also in Florida. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. What if we spent time on giving people the social skills to navigate conflict? Right. Help them to understand. I think for some people, that they don't even recognize that they have this, this certain this sense of heightened threat around right. and, and that, that, that they're so quick to pull out weapons on folks. Right. They don't even realize that they're doing that. Out of the fact they're living in fear. Right. You'd be happier. (laughs) Right. If you could divorce yourself from this. Right. And I think that us as believers want to be helping one another to be good at that, to be in the society as individuals that bring peace through words. Right. Through actions of divorcing yourself from ego and pride, Mm -hmm. through humility. This is all Jesus stuff. Right. What Jocko was talking about was a Jesus thing. That's true. Yeah.
1: Jocko essentially said he would turn the other cheek. Yes, Jesus is referencing physical conflict.
0: Right, right. So, bro, I'm just, I, I, I think it's just good for us as believers to question our assumptions if we're jumping on these vigilante bandwagons. Right, they question ourselves, fam. And I know a lot of people were very upset when when Kyle Rittenhouse was was uh, acquitted. Um, there was all uh, kind of confusion that 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 came out of that because Kyle started getting, Kyle had been supported very hard by, you know, the proud boys. Yeah. That's, that's the question I said the, right. on the
1: ruse line process. I said, why are you at the bar singing the proud boys anthem, throwing well, up the okay
0: symbol? Well let, well, let me, let me say this real quick. Uh huh. Kyle Rittenhouse did an interview. Yeah. I saw that. And he said that he fired his lawyer because he set that up for him to be at that bar. And he threw that sign up thinking that he was just saying, okay. Yeah. Not realizing that there was a deeper dimension to that, yeah, which might not be true. I might not that, be true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: it, 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 he also surprisingly said he supports Black Lives Matter. That's what I was gonna say. He also came out and said that he supported Black Lives. And Matter. And he said, if 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 the media can do this to me, a white kid in the media, where they make me sound like a white seem like a white supremacist, I can't imagine what would happen to black folks in court that don't have the kind of representation wow. that I
0: have. I was shocked when he said that. Kyle also said too, and that he said he, it on Fox. He fired his lawyer. He fired his lawyer because he he was a, a part of that election fraud stuff, saying that that Trump won the election and that oh, he was gonna he get reinstated. That. Yeah, He said all of that, big dog, so they got rid of him for that. Very, very confusing situation. <laughs> yeah. Because folks were like, yo, this was this was our guy. But I think there were some believers that were upset that there were other believers that assumed that Kyle was wrong. Mm-hmm. But the thing that that I, I would I would push back on. Is that yes, he was acquitted, and yes, there is a legitimate argument for a legal argument for his self defense. Right. However, I think that the people of God should have a much higher court. Absolutely. Than the court of law. That's exactly what we have. Absolutely. I think. I think our courts, as the Bible says, that God's throne is founded on justice. That's literally right. what the verse says that the foundation of his throne right, literally. is justice. Right. It's right there the in the thing Psalms. thing that's been a side issue for us for, for the Christianity of the land for so long? The Psalms say it's the foundation. The Psalm says it's the foundation of his throne. Okay? Justice. Yeah, I think the justice that God is speaking about, also, it gets on, it spills on, why was Kyle there in the first place? Absolutely. Which is my with right. With the AR-15 He in shouldn't hand. be there in the first place right. with the AR-15,
1: bro. Right, 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 right. It's ridiculous. In God's
0: court is Kyle... Complete is he justified in God's right. court? And that's my question to believers out there. Absolutely. Because that's he was acquitted by man's judicial system, right. does God say, son, you're good with me? Yeah. That's my question. Because a lot of us are right to say what sh- what happened in that situation should not have happened on both sides. Oh, absolutely. That's that's, that's my have view. stuff that you on shouldn't have been out there. That stuff shouldn't have been right. happening. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I think that ultimately, bro. What I hope the Christian witness would become is that we would we would live in this culture as those that are putting out fires, not creating them. Mm-hmm. If we're running into the fire, right. we're there with water, fam. Right. Not gasoline, That's man. That's right. Yeah. This is not at all an indictment on people exercising their Second Amendment rights. But fam, there has to be a higher constitution for us, right. bro. And us supporting the Second Amendment has to look
1: different than the world supporting the Second exactly. Amendment,
0: bro. Because that's another thing
1: that you got to think about. Just because cats is on the right, don't mean that they're Christians. Facts, 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 facts. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right, right. There is a worldly aspect to the second to to two A community. Right, right. It right. is very clear. Like every, every, everyone. like
0: everyone. Yes. And ours must look different, bro. And fam, that may be one of the biggest mistakes that the evangelical church made, along with its full-throated support of Donald Trump mm-hmm. is that they refused to say that the way they supported Trump was distinct right. from all those who are defaming the Lord Jesus right. support Donald Trump. Right, right. There was not a Christian there was no support of Donald Trump. The Christian support of Donald Trump is that you support Donald Trump. Right. That's it. And We're going to look into it because you know what? And, and, and Cats like pa- Pastor Jeffrey Roberts and even some friends of mine who I have tremendous respect for who went to the White House that there was not a concerted effort to draw distinction, that even in the way that we are supporting this man, we're doing it in a way that keeps our Christian purity, right. at least from the baseline ethic right. standpoint, or even calling out other people that may agree with me that Trump, that they like Trump, but we say that we don't like him like that. Right. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't affirm those things. And it's the complicity that comes from the silence, bro. And it's the complicity that comes to, to if you are making it seem like God, via your support, is on the Trump train. Mm-hmm. Then, fam, what do we need you for? What threat to the kingdom of darkness do you have? Right, you're just one of them. Right, exactly. What What are you doing here? You just have a Christian theme to your song, but we're still singing the same song as them. Exactly. It's you a just Christian put veneer. Jesus at the end. Yep. So, man, that distinction, I use as, as a way of analogy that that distinction, no matter where you find yourself at, Democrat, Republican, and everything in between, there should be lordship mm-hmm. that's visible right. and practical right. in your membership of that camp. Yeah. And that lordship should transcend the camp. The lordship should
1: transcend. It should transcend the camp. You can't say lordship is a part of the camp.
0: Right, 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 right. <laughs> which
1: is what cats like to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it mean for me to be a Republican? To be a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm yeah. a Christian, I have these values, then I'm Republican. Right, right, no, right. No,
0: no, no. The
1: lordship of Christ has to transcend all of that. Amen. Which will put you at odds with
0: everybody. Yes, yes, yes. When need be. Right, 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 If right. need be. Yeah, so be it. Right. Yeah. And
1: so, and and also not allow you to be... Allow your Christian faith to be hijacked to push agendas that are necessarily not Christian. Right, right,
0: right. But right. they're
1: just a social philosophy right, that right, you right. agree with. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. A social philosophy slapping a Christian bumper sticker on that mug yes, yes, and yes. and just and just trying to garner Christian support. Right, right, because right. Because if right. you if if, if folks want to look at how it how the evangelical marrying the conservative party, please please start it. It wasn't always like
0: that. Facts, facts, facts. You facts. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Amen. I believe that all of this centers around fear and this sort of incestuous relationship that we keep referencing to Mm -hmm. with what it means to be an American. Right. And I think that there is some redefining Mm -hmm. that Jesus would have us do that would not necessarily burn all our second amendment privileges. Right. But also would not have that as what leads our understanding of these issues. Right and also not lead our... Uh, you know, where we lend our support. So anyways, right, with that being said, true. man, um, we are proudly sponsored by our good friends, CSB. Uh, if you don't know about CSB, it is a contemporary version of the scripture that is so incredibly readable. In fact, it is the version that we use at our church. It's kind yes. of the official version that we recommend to mm-hmm. folks. Much love to the other versions as well, but we are very much grateful for our partnership with CSB. Check them out. God bless you. And we also want to give a shout out to Samaritan Ministries, a Christian approach to healthcare that has served a lot of people in our community. And we want to recommend them to you as well. You can go to their website, SamaritanMinistries.org slash SouthsideRabbi for more information there. We love y'all so much. Yes. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us for another episode of Southside Rabbi. I am KB. I am Amin the Dream. We out.